Vincent gets him out now, and here he comes. Denon Kingley gets up the rail. Golden 60, they roar for their hometown hero. He's a length clear over Salios, running on Mother Earth. It's Golden 60, the locals can't beat him. The internationals can't beat him. This is his house, Fortress Golden 60. 50 metres to go, two lengths in front. I'm Thunderstruck, needing to get there. Alligator blood tiring. I'm Thunderstruck over the top, rumbling. and takes the lead but Mr Brightside's challenging Mr Brightside up to Alligator Blood Cascadian late Mr Brightside in front and Mr Brightside has won the mile from Cascadian the inevitable Zaki joined by Animo who looks destiny in the face at the 150 Animo takes the lead from Zaki Alligator Blood on Thunderstruck but it's Animo clear on Thunderstruck late Animo holding on Animo this time for the big A what a from Wicks down the middle, Kingswell Dream at the 100, it's getting desperate, now Wicks is storming home, Wicks over the top, Ice is too good, but can't beat her. G'day punters and welcome back to another Racing Previews podcast. Well, we said it on the Twitter sphere today, it is the best weekend of the year. We've got the Moyer, we've got the Metrop, we've got the Epsom, we've got the Flight, we've even got the Arc. We've got the AFL Grand Final, the NRL Grand Final, and it's a public holiday tomorrow in Victoria. Absolutely huge scenes. Fellas, how are we feeling? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm going along well. Busy week at work this time of year. The grass is growing off its head so um yeah it's one hell of a weekend coming up so um uh, yeah looking forward to getting involved survival of the fittest spot um oh i've been all right i'm going to Euroa this weekend to my my grandparents house so that'll be exciting so i'll watch the races from there sounds thrilling bright side of pat and I, I might go to the banella cup tomorrow so Oof. we'll see <laughs> Huge. Anyway, Mini Valley. I've seen. I've just seen that the uh, the Banala Cup favourite's been scratched. Ain't no deal done. So yeah, it has yeah. Huge nudes. Yeah, the race looks pretty. I don't. Know, the race looks pretty thin. Looks pretty right to me. Yeah, fair enough. The market anyway. All right. Well, let's get straight into it because we've got so many races to preview. Um, that was a mouthful going off the top, but Mooney Valley. The rail is in the true position. Uh, Marty's watered the shit out of it in preparation for this, but he probably won't touch it. Um, I don't think he'll touch it for the until we get to race time now. So, yeah, any thoughts around track? I think it'll play basically how it played on Fiend Stakes Day, which was just fence off slightly. Yeah, that's pretty much how it's been this season with the rail and the true. So I'd expect that 
it plays the same and, and something else happens and we'll adapt to it. But um, I, I'd expect just pretty much how it's been playing. So just, just bet that way, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. All right, we're going to race two, the Extreme Freight Handicap. It's a three-year-old event over 1,200 metres. Brave Made 210 from Armed Forces 460. Coincide 550. Not even going to attempt the Matt Laurie horse. $6 and Mahaba, $6.50. Um, starting with a bang, Brave Mead is my best bet of the night tomorrow. Um, the Australian Bloodstock horse went around $3.60 in the McKenzie behind Step Hardy. Um, he got back in the run there. And he actually over-raced. He did a few things wrong. I thought his run to only beat, be beaten a length and a half behind two really good horses um, in Stepardi and Centrify was really good. This is a drop back in grade. And from barrier six, I think Mark Zara will attempt to go forward here. 1,200 metres at the Valley is a course and distance. He knows very well. He's already a winner of the Valley Pearl. Posted a good rating that day. And last start, the rating was good as well. Sort of on the overall... Benchmark, they came home really fast, nearly nine lengths above the all-average benchmark. Um, it was a perfect pipe opener for him here, and you just have to trust that $3.60 SP against what could be a Caulfield Guineas winner. Um, Stepardi is the second favourite in the Caulfield Guineas. His last start win in the Prelude was awesome, and the money has been absolutely telling here. I missed $3, but I'm on a little bit of $2.70. I think it's a really, really nice bet. I don't think Armed Forces can turn the tables. Coincide was possibly shown up last start, and Heuristic might have been a danger, but it's out. Mm, I've just checked the market, and it looks pretty much right to me, other than Executor, who's $6.50, and I have it $21, so that's interesting. <laughs> I thought you were about to tip it. <laughs> no, no. I'm re- like... I'm really surprised this sort of just looked like a horse that'd go around 20s. Like, there's really nothing in the figures, and maybe because it's got Jamie Carr on and it'll lead at Mooney Valley, but other than that, I cannot see why that horse is anywhere in the market. Anyway, um, yeah, Brave Mead is probably on the verge of being a bet if it gets out a little bit. The horse that's half interesting to me is Mahaba. Not, not that I'm not betting in this race, but the, the horse is half interesting to Mahab because it was the wrong side of the track. Gave him too much of a head start at Mooney Valley and um, on his on his best form, um, he was second to Shinzo from memory. Um, and Armed Forces, I'd be surprised if he turns the table on, tables on uh, on Brave Mead. So if anything, I'd, um, I think Mahaba is... Like he's he's the horse that I think is a little bit too big, but other than that, I, I probably won't bet in the race, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I'm coming with. I think Brave Mead um, is a very very easy bet to have. He was back to beat the Caulfield Guineas winner last start, so there's no <laughs> Caulfield Guineas winner here. So yeah, so that just gives him a peach. Hopefully, we start off uh, on a winning note. Absolutely. Hopefully, he does get back out because he's. He is a little bit short, two dollars ten right now. So. I doubt it. It's it was it looks bright to me. Yeah, the, don't reckon we'll get back out. Well, just maybe a little to... bit, just on the day, I guess, with percentage coming out. But I like I don't think it'll, it probably like jumps like two forty, I guess, but oh, not that much. Not it's two. I want to have more, of, and I just I don't want to touch two dollars ten right now. I want to wait. It's two twenty five is the best price now, so you you probably get 
240 the day. Yeah, I'll be very happy with that. Well, let's go to race four. Heat one of the Ladbrokes 55-second challenge. Um, over the 955, of course. Benchmark 84. And this is always one of the fastest times they run in all season because it usually features some pretty fast horses. Unflinching is one of them. He's $3.30 favorite from Fetch, $4.00. Pasudo six dollars fifty. Home rule seven fifty. Little Miss Kubi eight fifty. Sweet and twelve. Rattle and bang, fourteen dollars. Nico, are you with the fave and toppy? A hundred percent, I am. I love this horse around Mooney Valley. Um, he's been an absolute money spinner for me around this joint, around this track and trip. He's only been beaten once in six attempts, um, and it was a placing that day. Um, yeah, he's got to carry sixty and a half, but he's earned that. He'll just jump, lead, kick off the bend, and they'll have a hard time getting past him. So, um, yeah, I think he's, yeah, I think he's a pretty good bet. He's he's conceding weight to a few other horses, but um, yeah, they all sort of take it in turns. Are up against a, a pretty solid nine five five horse here. So, um, yeah, I think it'd be very hard to beat. Unflinching. Yeah, I, I can definitely see where you're coming from. Um... Who's going forward with him? Rattle and Bang and Mutinous. They could be pests because they're going to come across and try and lead this field from barrier nine and seven. So They won't lead him from one. No potentially, potentially he's going to be... He's going to have some company and it's going to be high pressure. So if he can sustain that and carry the, the 61, then obviously horse to beat. But I'm just not sure if I'm going to bet, but he'd be my on-top selection for sure. All right, going to race six. It is the Labroke Stock Stakes. You've Group skipped two. me. Sorry. You never sent your five. races in, fuck's sake. Oh, sorry, I meant to, sorry. All right, let's go back to what could be the worst stut stakes of all time. 1,600 metre, Group 2. Griff, $3.20. King of Fighters, four forty. Vidad, five fifty. Fist of Fury, seven fifty, And Autumn Angel, $7.50. Uh, yeah, this is the only bet I've had at Mooney Valley at this point in time um, and probably will likely be um, the only bet uh, oh that's not true um, we'll go back to the one that we've missed because I forgot to send Ben the races oh jeez <laughs> ripping start here um, <laughs> uh, Verdad I think should be favourite I didn't like the two form lines um, the, 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 the other two form lines really the, I think the Griff Griff will have a much tougher run I think Fleming, a windy Flemington when it's hard to lead is a lot different to um, a, a fast track Mooney Valley and I think Verdad uh, was really strong on debut um, and I think he'll improve on the rating he did and I think he should be about $4 the, the early price has been cleaned up so I think it's still a little, little bit of value at the price but not, not, not massive um uh, I hate the the form line, the the, the Griff and Fist of Fury and uh, King of Fighters and Mojave Desert and Autumn Angel come through, um, and this is just a different form that I think will likely start favourite. So, um, I, he's a very very easy bet. Anyway, just looking for the different form. Beautiful. And did you have a bet earlier in the card? Did you, or was there another one? Yeah, sorry, my fault. Go on. Um, Albanian I am I think it's called um, it was a race complete race number, number one race number one n- n- number six um, it was a barrier trial 
uh, last start over 1100 meters um, when it won uh, at uh, Flemington in fast time over 1700 meters um, I just think the price is too big it was effectively a barrier trial and if, if it was a barrier trial I think it's quite easy to like just forgive that run and like if it was a barrier trial I, I think it'd be shorter like if it, you know what I mean because like it, it was just coming coming off like 50 days or whatever it is mm. um, with the barrier trial between runs I don't know if that makes sense and maybe I'm wrong but um, the the two the, the writing two starts back was strong for this and um, the sectionals last time down the straight um, way too far back were, were strong as well we're in the uh, the six fastest last 100 of the meeting so at 14 15 16 dollars um, I thought he should be about half that yeah no I definitely get what you mean running back in the field in better races can definitely make your SP bigger when you drop back in class even though yeah, no, it but was the, just the, a, a BT last start was 1100 meters so that's what I mean yeah, like a yeah, barrier yeah, I know what you mean yeah. alright well let's go back up to 1600 meters second time Ladbroke Stock Stakes, four-year-old plus, group two, and we see what is the best horse in Western Australia. Can she be one of the best horses in the country? I reckon I've said that line about four times over podcasts and previews, but here we go. Amelia's Jewel, $1.35 from Sione, $9.50. Pride of Jetty, $10 to $9.13. Papillon Club, $13, and thought-provoking $26, longer the rest. Amelia's Jewel, how do they beat her? Railed in the true... Fence a little bit off. Don't know. They don't. Yeah. <laughs> go on, it's go. not a matter of how, it's just a matter of how far. <laughs> it is as simple as that. There's no way they beat her. It's as simple as that. I don't need to Any ramble reason? on anymore. They just they just they can't beat it. But is there any scenario where she gets beat here? Oh, she's drawn ten, and if if um, deny knowledge and um, pride of Jenny roll along like they like they can, um, if she's giving them like fifteen hundred meters at the uh, fifteen fifteen <laughs> lengths at the at like the seven hundred or so, she's she, in the gates, punters. <laughs> yeah, um, then yeah, then, then then she can probably be beaten. But like, if if they're smart about it and they don't give them that much of a head start, then uh, she'll win. She's like her last four ratings win this, and um, yeah, I'll, I'll be surprised to see her being beaten. But um, but you know, um, yeah, I, 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 I if you're, you're stupid if you're taking a dollar forty. I think. Yeah, not 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 a betting proposition by any means. If you it's want good to go sport. For your mug multis, and sure, but. Well, no, I'm really excited. Don't do to the mug multis. <laughs> I'm really. There's going to be a few one. of those thrown around. <laughs> leg uh, one. Yeah, leg one if Brave Me uh, loses. Leg two if he wins. Um, I'm really excited to see this race because Pride of Jenny and Deny Knowledge are likely going to set a good tempo, ripping along out in front, and that might mean she actually has to do something. Like last start was just that she just travelled up to them so easily. I mean, if she's given them seven lengths at the 400, then I think it's actually going to be really exciting. We might actually get to see Damien Lane get to the bottom of her. So that's what I'm looking forward to outside of the fact that she's a $1.35. Yeah, 
I agree. I hope it's I hope it's helter skelter. I just want to see <laughs> it just be like ask for an effort and explode. Yeah. All right. Race seven, the Group One Moya Stakes over a thousand meters. One of only two Group One races in Australia over a thousand meters. The other, other obviously, the Lightning down the Flemington Strait. Imperatrice is a dollar sixty-five from Uncommon James four dollars sixty. As Fura six dollars fifty. Rothfire eight dollars fifty. And I think that's all we need to read out. Maybe we just go map quickly. I thought Zoo Style leads Acromantula. Rothfire settles on the fence just behind him. I think there is a spot for Azfura just in behind them. Uncommon James, I think, will be in front of Imperatriz in the run, but he was the one I wasn't really sure about from seven. Yeah, surely they try and hold a spot, but like, where do they get to from seven? Because uh, Acromantula and Zoo Style, their only hope is to go as fast as possible and hope they can hold on. Generation will probably want to be up there as well from Barrier 2 with the blinkers on for the first time and obviously Asphora will want to be probably trying to find the 1-1 but um, it'd be, I don't know if she can... I'd be surprised... I'm not surprised but I, like it might be a bit tricky for her. Rothfire would want to kick up as well and then Imperich is just sort of behind those um, just sort of sitting off him if they go quick enough. I'd be surprised if she doesn't go straight past him. Um, but yeah, like if 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 Asfura gets a soft enough run, I think potentially uh, she she she's the one to beat her. But uh, I'd be I'd be surprised if Imperatrice gets beat. Um, I I doubt at any stage she'll be bettable. But you know, like a good sport, I guess. That's why she's leg two, brother. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think she's incredibly hard to beat. Um, I'm not, we're not telling you anything the market isn't, so we're a bit boring. But well, you can't. It's a it's a bad like not a bad meeting, but like it's. I think it's. Hey 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 hey. <laughs> no, it's a great night. Uh, like maybe not. A... Maybe not betting wise, but get yeah. down to the valley tomorrow. It's going to be an absolute crack. I don't know about what. You got Ben Allen on the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. After the races too. Um, yeah. Alright, back to Imperatriz. Her first up win in the McEwen was outstanding. She broke the track record over 1,000 metres at the valley, 56.68 seconds. She made Giga Kick and Rothfire look like absolute B-graders, but things did work out for her. I will admit that. But the biggest ace she's been dealt here is just the fact that she's drawn barrier five, and two of her main dangers have drawn outsider, and all the speed drawn inside her. So she's probably just going to get the perfect scenario yet again. The synthetic hoof filler comes off for the first time, so that's a tick for her feet. And she came to the valley during the week. She was bouncing around on her toes, so I'm not buying into the fact that she's lost any freshness second up. Um, three weeks between runs, perfect. She handles the valley like an absolute pro. And I'll hand the keys to you now, Nico, who's going to tell us that she's got a jockey change. Thank God. Like just the heavens above have just gifted me the opportunity to cheer for her genuinely this weekend. Um, <laughs> oh, well, I wasn't cheering for her last start anyway, even if Obi was on it, because I was on gear kick. But anyway, um, I thought she might sort of... would Like, she'll just try and hold... I don't think necessarily she's going to be out the back. I thought last. she might have tried to hold 1-1, one, one, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm not worried wherever she is. doesn't matter. Um, she's the best horse in the race, and I think it's pretty simple. No need to overcomplicate it. 
All right, beautiful. Easy as that. Um, do we need to give any of the other competition a bit of respect, or? Oh, like it? Uncommon James is a good horse, but like his his chance is going to be Manicardo. As far as cast from six, like she seems pretty dimensional that she needs to lead at sort of all costs, and then she didn't lead last time. Yeah, but she was racing against yeah, fucking I don't think slug she needs to lead. spot. But um, <laughs> I. That was a very low pressure race. She beat Midwest. And this is going to be high pressure. What happened to Midwest, Midwest last week? He's still running at Caulfield. Albeit, I do have her second pick. Let's get to the Group 1 betting strategy. I've got $80 oh. on Imperatriz, the win, and I'm going to try and extract a little bit more fat out of the race by going $20 on Imperatriz to beat number 8 as Fura in an exacta. Um, I'll go... 80 Imperatres, 20 Exacta 7 to beat 3. Uh, I'll go 40 Rothfire, 60 Asura. Don't laugh at me. Fake money. Doesn't, doesn't even mean anything. Alright, let's move on to race 8. The Group 3 Scarborough Stakes for the three-year-old fillies. Skirt the Law is $3.90 favourite from She's All Shenanigans, $5. Cigar Flick, what is she doing here? $8. Inhibitions, $9. Zurion, $10. Osmar, $12. Bosnik, $13. And Kawhir Volant, $13. I'll back two roughies in this race. The first of those is Osmar. Got $26 in the all-in. Um, thought that was a really, really good price. First up, she beat a horse named Alsonzo, who was subsequently unlucky, behind Wolfie, who will run in a Caulfield Guineas. She then stayed at 1,000 metres at Sandown. She missed the start. She over-raced. She did everything she could wrong, and she still picked up the bit and won. So I thought that was a really impressive victory. Um, she also ran really, really good time late, sort of running the fastest six of four, second fastest four to the two of the entire meeting, and she's absolutely looking for 1,200 metres here. Draws low for Jordan Child, so lots and lots of ticks there. And the other horse we backed each way, backed both of them each way, is Coeva Lont. We backed at 50 to 1 on the sixth day. Um, this horse was desperately unlucky at Sandown on debut and then made amends at its next start absolutely bolting in um, ran the fastest four to the two of the entire meeting oh sorry the third fastest four to the two of the entire meeting there gets Blake Shin draws barrier three and I just think she's really really talented this might not be the race first up 1200 metres but I think she's pretty pretty good and she'll get over further and it's just signs of intent Blake Shin barrier three um, really happy to be on her at a massive price yeah, I followed in with both of those roughies, and I'm just going to save or have one other bet in the race, and that's number one, skirt the law. I'm happy to forgive last start. Um, the stable have been pretty clear in saying that she had ran her race before the race even began. She got herself pretty worked up going to the gates. Um, so that being said, I think it's still uh, impressive enough that she ran third. Uh, background to bend here I think we'll see the better side of her and yeah I'm just relying if you forgive last start yeah, if she was coming here off the tough beat to Charm Stone well she's got to be the one to beat I would have thought 
Yeah, I can see that narrative. Yep. Uh, the I didn't. I think the market is just pretty much um, looks right to me. If anything, Lazago looks a bit big. Um, has good form lines through some nice horses, including uh, Facile, Blanc de Blanc, August Bloom, um, fourth or Learning to Fly at second start, and yeah, like she's a she was a good two-year-old. I think she was pretty good, taken back from a wide barrier at Randwick last time and ran one of the quickest last four was the four to the two of the meeting I think um, other than other than that I just think this race is very trappy and I didn't want to bet in it at all yep alright let's wrap up the valley there um, while you're still awake bot let's go straight to Mornington you can tell us how the track is going to be playing and then go ahead with race four and race five. Oh, I don't know. Um, it'd be a good four, I guess. It's typical Mornington. Like you just want to be on speed. On speed. I don't. I don't really have any sort of insight, I guess. But just on speed advantage as always. Um, the first race we're betting in is is race four at Mornington, um, and we're backing a horse that I backed in a Carbine Stakes um, at Flemington on on Derby Day. Once upon a time, and that was Pungo. Uh, 460 is good odds to beat the Brill Building and Far Flung, who are dead set Wednesday horses. Uh, he sort of he, he went out of form towards the last end of last preparation, but the the win first up was really strong. And if he repeats that rating, then I'd be lucky. He should be his favourite here, and um, the trials looked pretty good to my untrained perv eye. Um, so, yeah, I thought he was very, very backable at, um, like, he's his third favourite versus Farflung and the Brill Building. The Brill building. Um, mm. So that, that intrigued me. This horse will be the best-looking horse at Mornington on Saturday. Oh, he's yeah. a son of So You Think, and he's a dead ringer. Mm. He's a Cracking sort. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Race five? Uh, race five is one of the better bets of the weekend for me. Um, and we're backing Aravine, who was, sh- from memory, started pretty short in an uh, Eagle Farm or, or Queensland Oaks um, once upon a time. Uh, it's changed stable a couple of times, and it's now with uh, Tom Dabernick. And last time it was third up uh, um, of 10 days, it ran a rating that would win this by... Uh, a couple of lengths so I think uh, Damien Lane goes goes on um, I think if they're sort of midfield or maybe even try and go forward I think it'll I think it'll smash these um, started, I think it started 8.50 in a Queensland Oaks and, and now it's $3.50 versus a horse called Tommy and another horse called Chihuly I think t- Chihuly is relatively progressive but um, uh, it'll go back from the wide gate and I think Aravine is very talented and not very talented but like talented enough to start sub ten dollars in a in a group one and and um yeah was was beaten two and a half lengths to sir lucan in a randwick city stakes four starts ago third up 10 days between runs so and gets damian lane on so it's pretty pretty easy bet to have i think is that not like a massive bonus like a, a jockey like damian lane AFL Grand Final Day 
I'd say a lot of the A graders would just palm off Mornington, but the fact that you've got Frosty, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's from WA. Yeah, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, just yeah, he's obviously a, a footy supporter, and he's going to be riding during the AFL Grand Final. Like a lot of the A graders just would would say no to that. I feel. Yeah. Well, the next best jockey in the race is probably Joy, Harry Coffey, or Daniel Moore, or Jai McNeil. Yeah. Well, Jai McNeil doesn't even have a ride in the race. Oh, but he's, yeah. yeah, he's riding on the day. Yeah. Anyway, that's absolutely sick areas, Benny. <laughs> no, it's on not. AFL Grand Final day. No, no it's I'll, not. I'll follow you in. It's but, a good um, bet. You, you'll be, you'll be watching Mornington over the AFL Grand Final. That's that's our bot. I'll be flicking across the channels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ramwick. What have we got? Three Group Ones on the card and a very very hot. Group two that will shape the Everest market, no doubt. The rail is in the true position. I'm thinking fair and square. Nice warm day. Um, yeah, this is their best track and this is their best condition. So let's get to the flight stakes. 1600 meter Group One for the three-year-old fillies. Tis invincible. They just can't beat her. This preparation. She's won three on the trot. She's two dollars seventy favorite from Komachi. Five dollars. Tropical Squall, $7. Molly Nickers, $7. We're on at $21 on the sixth day. Uh, Unique Ambition, $10. Tuta La Vida, $11. And French Endeavour, $12. Nico, get you involved here first. I'm so in love with this horse. I love her so much. <coughs> She's invincible. She's an absolute superstar. Um, I just, yeah, I don't know what to say. She's just... A winner. Starting to blush. She's just a winner. I just, I don't, I just have vivid flashbacks like how she didn't win the Percy Sykes. But anyway, um, she's done nothing but win ever since, and I don't think her picket fence is going to be broken on Saturday. Barrier twelve <clears throat> might look a little worse on paper, but I think Zachy Lloyd will just roll forward. He'll get a position somewhere. Um, Step up to the mile will be no issue. A few people might say I'm invincible. Mile query. Well, she's a half to Animo. Um, so the mile is going to be. No, she's not. Yes, she is. She's not a half to Animo, but she's related to Animo somehow. Like pretty sure she's a half to Animo. No, Animo's by Animado. Well, this is Amuletum. Well, you you find out for me, but I've always been told that she's a half to Animo. No, she's, I'd say her mum's a half turn uh, to well, Animado. fucking near enough. You know. Um, yeah. Reading, schmeading. I don't. I don't know how they. I don't know how they beat her. To be honest, she's she's just a winner. Yep. Step to the miles. I'll pick issue. up there. Um, yeah. I think she's incredibly hard to beat as well. Um, and if I keep taking her on, I know I'm going to run out of money. Um, I didn't end up betting in the race last start, but I watched it with keen intent, and Kamachi got to her, and then she just said, see you later. Um, so up to 1,600 metres, I don't really see her turning the tables. Zach Lloyd has a decision to make out of the barriers from 12. I think he'll I think he'll try and go forward. I don't think they want to be too negative because that is her usual racing pattern, to be somewhere near enough to the speed. Um, but yeah, she's very, very talented and I think she is a deserved favourite and the most likely winner. If there is going to be an upset, I think it's Molly Nickers. This horse 
I know the platform is disgusting. It's twelve hundred meters. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay. Um, what is it? It's twelve hundred meters to six. No. Yes. Twelve hundred meters to sixteen hundred meters second up. Yeah, that's right. But if there's two trainers in Australia that can do it, it's either Kieran Martin Davies or Peter Moody and Catherine Coleman. Um, her run first up at Mooney Valley was enormous behind Charmstone. Arguably should have got a lot closer. Was really slow out of the barriers. Charged home late. She draws barrier one here, so she's going to get all the favours. I expect Jamie Carr to have her first few in run. No worse than midfield on the rails. And she's always looked a miler. She's my number one seed in the 1,000 guineas, but because the race has been moved back in the Melbourne spring, um, she has to come to Sydney because she's got no real options uh, back home other than sort of like a, a Jim Maloney, something like that. But go for the group on here. I know it's a shocking platform, but her trial in between runs was super. The first up run was super and really happy to be on the early price. So that's how I'm playing the race. Molly Nick is on at $21 and I'll be backing Tiz Invincible as well. Um, there was a bit of $3. Hopefully you can get more of that on the day. Um, okay. Oh, can I say something? Yep. Um, Tudor La Vida was good last time from a wide barrier, and now she draws inside. The sectionals yep. were really, really good. Um, are we going to do a a hundred dollar thing? Yes, we are. We are. Okay. You All right. First. I'll do. I'll do fifty dollars Tudor La Vida and fifty dollars Molly Knickers. Okay. I will go. $40 Molly Knickers, $60 Tiz Invincible. 100 on Tiz. <coughs> Easy as that. Simple as oh, that. can I change mine actually? Oh, fuck. Oh, sure. Sorry. But you can't bank it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> can I go uh, 30 30-30 Molly Knickers and Tuta La Vida and 40 Tropical Squall. The leader. She's going Oops. to the Oaks. She's on an Oaks Is path. she? Yeah. About $13 or something. In the prized icon colours, the Derby winner. She's by a prized icon. Oh, is she? Well, there you go. Mm. Race 7 is the Premier Stakes. Group 2, 1,200 metres. Think about it, is the second favourite in the Everest. He draws Barrier 2. He's $2.20. Bellini Patina, $5.50. Zapateo, $6.00. Alcohol Free. Is she with us? $8.00. Hawaii, five $10.00. Mizzou, $13.00. Lost and Running. Way out there at $17. Lots of people are going to look at this price and say it's bizarre and it's unders. But I think Chuck he's it the in best a multi. Exactly right. But I think he's the best bet of the day in Sydney. Think about it. You're learning. Um, what? You're learning. No, I'm not. I'm, you are. I, I was being sarcastic for the, for the record. I've One pearl of that I'm up, hearing. You're done. <laughs> One pearl that I'm hearing more and more of, and it's probably one that I've ignored in the past, is returning off a peak first up. Um, Winners win. And lots of people will probably look at this horse. That's me, Bob. Look at its first up win, last preparation, when it only beat Bacchanalia. But this horse is just improving at a rapid rate of knots. And the fact that he's second favourite in Everest, I think that's wrong. But I don't think he 
bumps into anything here that will trouble the scoreboard. In an Everest, I think he's very good. He draws barrier two. If you want to see some of the hottest trials of the year, just go back and watch his two because he's going enormous and I think he still is on an upward trajectory. He gets the synthetic synthetic hoof filler off for the first time. We know he had that in the Stradbroke. He still won easily. Um, so all systems go for me. He'll probably win this. I, I don't want to say he's going to start favourite on Everest, but I'd be against oh, him there. Gonna. But, but yeah, there's every chance that he could because horses are like... I wish I win around the heading there second up. Um, there's just so many holes you can pick in this race. Bellin Epitina, she's a good mare, but she doesn't have his ceiling. Zapateo was average at oh. best last start, $6. Alcohol free is gone. Hawaii 5 is not good enough at 1,200 metres. Mizzou needs a wet track. Lost and running. God. He's probably slightly over oh, at $17. But yeah, think about it's the best bet of the day in Sydney. What's remark doing in those colours? So the Labrooks colours, I think. Why? Maybe they've picked him up for the Everest, I guess. It's <laughs> one more roadblock in the Everest. Christ. Um, yeah, I was. I'm not completely sold. Think about it. Is this superstar that uh, a few think he is? But Doesn't you can't that. put. The more I thought about this after I said that, the more I thought, you're brave if you think that this horse has probably reached his limit. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see where he gets. I don't think we're going to find out a hell of a lot post this race on Saturday because I think he'll go there and he'll win. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how he measures up in an Everest um, but yeah Bella Patina should be going around tomorrow night I can't see why she's here maybe they want to try and get her into an Everest um, or they're dodging Imperatriz one of the two probably no easier here Zapatero was yes, it is. disappointing last start James Cummings hinted at the fact that she may be trialled too well I don't know. I think she was pretty plain, and she goes better on a wet track. The horse that can probably turn it around is alcohol-free. Look, she melted that day in the Queen of the Turf. She did everything possibly wrong. Um, but you're the right. The trial perves are saying gone. Yeah, well, possibly, but she's the one in the race that has probably got that. Like, if she brings her international form, she's in this race to her ears. Hmm. Um yeah. She's the one that I wouldn't be surprised, but I'd, I'm probably of the opinion that she's in some trouble. She carries you long silks. Yeah, well, they just don't win. Favourite hard to beat, but too short. What Not price should much. he be, but? Like 283 bucks. I don't know. I haven't done well, that's race. what we got. Three bucks. Yeah. Thanks for coming. Good on you. <laughs> Thanks, mate. Epson. All right, speaking of overs, Tab Epsom, Group 1 handicap, 1,600 metres. The inevitable is $7. Favourite, go veggie. Go the Tazzies. Nugget is $8. Hope in your heart, $8.50. Kovalika, $8.50. Pounding, $9.50. Waterford, $14. Converge, $15. Well, the favourite Pericles came out of this race, and for a full field 
well not full field but almost max field mile it doesn't look a whole lot of speed here oh, it still will, still will be full field sorry yeah he's what do we think race shape was oh it looks like there's no real I don't think it'll be strongly run I don't think there's no real designated leader um I don't know maybe because there's no pace everyone wants to to go forward then maybe there's pace I don't know it's, it's tricky but like the horses like my Oberon Duke de Cess and Madame Palmery Waterford Alencia they're all going to go back and probably be disadvantaged I guess because mm. they're all Waller and, and my Oberon's an exception but I'd be surprised if they try and go forward so yeah. um yeah, the only horse that will probably go forward or want to anyway from wide barriers is Pounding and Golden Mile. Maybe Nugget too, but he probably could go back as well. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Plenty of have got going global as well. Oh, yeah, obviously, yeah. She'll go forward. And James McDonald's riding her. He probably wouldn't have many options because that'll be under his riding limit, most of these. Yeah. Anyway. I reckon the only bet I can have here and the only bet I have had is the inevitable. Um, I thought his first up run at Rosal Gardens was enormous. Crook. In the Theo marks. He was win. well back in the field. Um, he ran the fastest last 200 metre split of the entire meeting and it was just Golden Mile just got that saloon passage on the fence and put a few lengths on the field and he screeched home into second. He carried 59 kilos there. He goes back down to 55 and a half kilos. And I think barrier eight is just about perfect for Perez, who shouldn't have to really think about this too much. He should land in a, a midfield position off the fence. He goes 1,500 to 1,600 meters. He goes Rose Hill to Ramwick, and he drops in weight. Um, he's run at the end of last preparation only beaten less than a length by Mr. Brightside in an all-star mile was huge he easily handled lots of opponents he faces again here like Pounding um, Nugget um, and my Oberon there so the form just slaps me in the face and he's the only horse that I can back in this race yeah I'm, I'm of the same opinion Hus I obviously was with him first up um, and I just can't believe that we didn't win um, but yeah he gets the perfect perfect run I think uh, Piers jumped off him on Tuesday and said the horse has never worked better they, he doesn't know how they'll how they'll beat him so um, hopefully he's right he knows the horse better than anyone so yeah, I think the drop under 55 and a half kilos is only going to help this horse. He's knee high to a grasshopper, so the less weight he carries, obviously the easier it is on him. He gives 110% every single time he goes out there, but the less weight he carries, the more effective he'll be. And I think he's very, very hard to beat. I'm, I'm wrapped with the price that we've got, Benny, and uh, I wouldn't trade him for anyone. $26.00. And again, at fifteen dollars, seventeen dollars is also available. So there you go. Even more reason to sign up to the sixth day. Bot, what is your two cents here? Uh well, 
Yeah, and the inevitable was obviously the probably the one to beat. He it was good sectionals for uh was he first up and he obviously ran third in the all star mile. Um like he's ha- carrying the same weight as horses like Brightside, Cascadian and Alligator Blood. Uh, my Oberon would be interesting, but he's drawn cast and they'll go back. Um horse that half interest me is Communist who uh, was uh, third up last prep, won the Randwick Guineas, and now he's third up, and he'll he's drawn sort of inside, and he'll be ridden with intent. And if he runs the figure he did winning the Randwick Guineas, he'd probably be pretty hard to beat here, I'd, I'd imagine. And twenty six dollars is probably a fair price. Uh yeah, like Nugget Nuggets hard to beat as well, but he's he's drawn wide. Um. Yeah, like I don't know. I, I guess I guess. Yeah, there's a couple of these that 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 I'd say would I'd, I'd want to be with, but um, I think just the tactics will give their chances up. I imagine it's a weak Epsom. Oh yeah, hundred percent. It's one of the weakest I've ever seen. So anyway, yeah. let's get to the hundred dollar betting strategy. I'm having Thanks, ninety dollars on the inevitable at a seven dollars, and I'll have a ten dollar. Smaller result on Madame Pomery. Got to declare my hand. This is definitely a Twitter tip. Um, tipped at $51 by Ben Cameron on Twitter. So shout out to Ben. Um, and I've backed it. Um, this horse we backed a few starts ago against Pericles, and she got within a head of him who was the $6 favorite. So it was just an easy an easy bet to line up. 51.5 kilos in KMAC from 15. So it's a little bit cast, but she was always going to get back. She'll run on... Um, she might get too far back, but anyway, she's a, she's a very big price for a horse who had Pericles form. Huge. 100, the inevitable for me. I have absolutely no idea. I'm going to chuck 40 on Communist, 20 on my Oberon, 20 on Nugget, and 20 on Converge. Of course. Jeez. Jeez. Death taxes. Bots just use the whole pack of darts and uh, they're all on the floor. I, I don't know. <laughs> I have absolutely no He's idea. missed the board. <laughs> all right, race nine. Good luck. Oh, uh, more more races I have to... I'm forced to yeah. bet into. <laughs> the Group 1 Metropolitan, 2,400 metres. I was hearing on the RNS podcast that no horse has ever started in the red in a metro. Will we see it on Saturday? Maybe. Just fine. Dollar seventy-five from Benno, eight fifty. Mr. Waterville, nine dollars. Then you're out to Major Beal, seventeen dollars. Not a bad price. Future History, seventeen dollars. Alabia, twenty-one dollars, and Calipor, twenty-three dollars. That's wrong. I remember seeing on Twitter there was a horse in nineteen twenty that started odds on and won by six lengths. Well, maybe it was in the last 100 years. We can say that. Well, I asked a question the other day, and no one could give me an answer. It's no. rare. Just put it that way, punters. Fucking rare, all right. <laughs> um, this horse gets to even money, I'm going to have a bet. If it doesn't get to even money, like, I'm not price sensitive, but... <laughs> well, you should be. Well, I am to an extent, but, like... This horse has got every favour. 50 kilos, it's going to lead from barrier two. It was super last start. 
up to 2400 meters in this stable is going to be no issue but you simply just even money is still short enough for a horse in a handicap race like this mm. all like all bad, the... cannot do any more than it's doing like it's full credit i love i love too. this concept I love the concepts for my racehorse. Like you know, my racehorse. Yeah. There's hundreds of thousands of people. Well, not hundreds of thousands, but you know, there might be a thousand people in this horse. They're having the time of their life. They're telling their mates, sending their video updates. They've got a dollar seventy-five chance in a Group One race <laughs> that they've paid like one hundred and fifty or two hundred dollars for. Yes, they don't own a major part of him, but that's not. It doesn't matter. Horse ownership, whether you own. 0.0001% or 100% of the horse. It's still the same thing. I just love the concept and these people would be having the time of their life. Um, hmm. Yeah, I hope Absolutely. it goes there and it wins and it and it goes towards a, a Melbourne Cup. But, yeah, for the narrative. But, yeah, I think if it gets to even money or so, I think it's a good enough bet. If not, well, yeah. yeah. I think even money just wins. Enough. I think it probably does. Probably just, just win, wins, but... but do I want to be betting a dollar seventy-five? Not really. I'd rather back Imperatures at a dollar seventy-five than this horse. Yeah, um, I agree. But it's it's two wins in Australia have been absolutely phenomenal. Nothing less. Sixteen hundred meters first up, rode a even to fast speed, like or even speed, and was way too good. And we thought, geez, what's this thing? Um, I probably didn't really. I didn't really look at that race um, close enough, but. Came out, smacked him by three. Then went to the Kingston Town, and rode a fast tempo. Spewing. It was $10 all in early in the week for Kingston Town. Was it? Jeez, it didn't last long. It was into about $6 pretty quickly. but That's a miss. Well, anyway, went around 3.30, rode a fast, fast tempo, and you know had to absorb a, a mountain of pressure, and just said, see you later. Dropped him again, one by two. Now it comes here. Draws Barry two. Going to sit right behind stable mate, Knight's um, Order, I think. You'll have other horses like Major Bill, Spirit Ridge coming coming across. Just going to get the most blessed run of all time. And Rachel, 50 kilos. So, probably just wins. Yeah, probably. The ratings, like, the ratings just sort of say that he, he, if he continues, that the, if he runs the last that rating, he'll probably win. But, um, you'll have better $1.70 bets in your life. But um, he probably gets out on the day. But uh, you, couldn't, you couldn't take the price. Yeah. $100 on the nose for me. Oh. Very boring. Yep, same. But I don't know. Yeah, I'll, on I'll the tote. as well. $100 I'll have, on the tote. I'll, I'll have $80 on it and then 20 bucks on Benno because oh, I love Benno. Death taxes <laughs> end. Looking for a hurdle, that thing. All right, race 10, 1,200 metre, benchmark 94. Still it's actually it. a really, really good race. Caboo, $2.60. Airman, $4.80. Recommendation comes up to Sydney. Obviously, a dominant winner last start at the Valley, five fifty. Extremely lucky. Drawn barrier 17 with no jockey on. So that says to me, scratching Mr. Waller. And Pizarro, $16. Nico, we're on the same horse here, but I'll let you go first. Yeah. Uh, Airman, very, very hard to beat here. Uh, Kaboo was good last start, but had everything in its favour. Uh, sticks at 1,200 metres here. 
I think it's easy enough to take a set against. Airman, uh, who we did mention last start, we were very keen on red card um, in that race. A red card duly saluted. Airman was good, um, very good late on a day where it was just hard to make ground. So a very creditable run. Second up here, uh, 53 kilos on its back. Zed Mac going to see him launching down the middle of the track, and I think uh, he, he should be very, very hard to beat. I think uh, he should be a lot closer to Kibu in the market. And, um, yeah, I think he's one of the better bets of the day at a price. Yeah, I, I'm in complete agreement. I think Barry 11, I think the lanes could be in play late in the day at Randwick. Um, with lots of traffic going over those inside lanes and they might just start to get further and further away from it. Comes through that really high rating red card race last start. She didn't run 1,200 metres at her next start at Caulfield after going at an at a even to fast speed. But I'm saying this horse is absolutely looking for 1,200 metres. Goes Rose Hill to Ranwick. Um, we'll get back, but that's his pattern anyway. And just has to run down Kabu, who I think will be out on his feet late. Um, he was really good last start, but it just fell in against Gaza Blanca, who's, who's not a bad horse. I think Airman has a higher ceiling than Kabu, and I'm pretty keen on his chances. Recommendation, the barrier draw is just cast from 13, has 59 kilos, and extremely lucky. I could probably have a, a shekel on, but it's probably going to scratch. Um, yeah, the other big thing with Airman is he drops down to 53 kilos for Zach Lloyd, so huge scenes there. All right. That's that wrapped up. Um, Bot, what do you got for us on Sunday? Quickly, Sandy. Uh, yeah, quickly. I, I Probably my best bet of the weekend is Miss Aria, who I have $4.50 favourite and $11 is currently available. Um, I, I'd spent a lot of time trying to figure out why it was not favourite and I couldn't. It should be favourite. Um, uh, race number six... Well, you do, do you want to talk about race number six properly because it's got Antino in it and who's yeah good go horse. read out the, read out the market for us oh shit I'm not good at this um, so we've got Antino as a dollar seventy six favorite um, that's the top best price here to shock is four dollars second favorite golden par five dollars that'll do double it yeah okay fair enough um, yeah I I have an Antino a dollar seventy I think the price now if you wanted to <laughs> I wouldn't say like if launch. You wanna, yeah, well, like it's a, <laughs> it's like you have worse dollar seventy bets. Um, here to shock was good last time, but um, yeah, I think Antino wins this a lot of the time, and I think the sectionals say he's pretty much just. Uh, the sectionals tell me that he's. Um, I, I I'd say he would have gone to his. Um, his his number when he ran the when he won the Wayne the Wayne Wilson, um, uh, if he had gotten out, which he didn't, um, but yeah, I'd say dollar seventy is a fair price, and if you get two dollars on the day, then that's a great bet. But Golden Path is coming off being beaten at the midweeks, and is five dollars here versus the horse that'll likely start favourite in the Turak handicap. Like I just can't get my head around that. Unless Amelia's jewels there. Yeah, even still, probably no, no, that's not true. But Antina should be at least second favourite in the Turak, and yeah, yeah, he'll be second favourite, right? Because Amelia's jewels go on there, but right, hearing okay. whispers, she's staying in Melbourne. <laughs> Perfect. 
Um, race number seven, uh, the well, market. Hold on, I just want to say Antino's the best bet of the day on Sunday as well. I'm on at $2.10. Um, fill your boots. He only has to run down here to shock and agree. Golden Path should be double the price he is. Three. Yeah, I haven't $12. Three for me on Sunday. Race two, hedged. Um, he's had a little interruption in his preparation, um, but there's nothing nothing bad's been happening. It's just been a little setback by circumstances. Um, he'll be hard to beat. Gets the services of Jamie Carr. He's a good bet. Uh, Antino will just win the Sandown Stakes, and then I think in the last race, I'm going to have two bets. I'm going to back Reinberg, and I'm going to save on St. Lawrence. I thought St. Lawrence might have gone up favourite, and he's gone up quite a big price. Um, so yeah, they're the two bets I'm having in the last. No worries. We're just rushing through these punters because uh, Nico's got places to be and people to see. Bot, do you want to continue? Race number seven. So the favourite is Forgot You at 5.25 and then you've got Sabark at 5.50. Then best price of Aberfeldy Boy at 5.60. Um, then Latrol, oh no, then Ain't No Do It on 6.50 and uh, Let's Roll The Dice, $9. I am... My best bet on Sunday is Aberfeldy Boy. I think he's he's such a just, horse. Yeah, he is. He's like just like a <laughs> he's a legger on two point He pretty much is. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, I I really like this horse. He just keeps going to a on he's he's on an upward trajectory and he just keeps he just keeps improving. The sectionals were really good first up, and um, I think these horses are like a genuine chance in a Caulfield Cup if they had that way. Um, I think he's a really, really nice horse. He's close. He's, he's he's from one of the best families Australian racing has ever seen. He's closely related to more joyous. Um, and I think, I think he can sit club maybe in the first sort of six horses in run. And I think he's better than these horses. And I think he will win. Beauty. Um, I agree with Nico. Race eight, I back St. Lawrence each way at eight dollars and three ten the place. This horse started a dollar eighty five in a benchmark hundred last start. Um, disappointed, obviously, but I just think he he just didn't handle the high pressure of deny knowledge at all. Spat the dummy, and possibly off the fence, maybe not in the A ground, but back to a slower tempo and back in grade here. I think he can carry the weight and win, but I'll probably also back Reinberg as well because he's still on an upward trajectory. And I do like that Charlton Lane form. Um, quickly, two in Hong Kong. Sunday, race seven, number one, Super Sunny Singh. Was really good last start, but the track was a little bit damp and he carried 61 kilos. He closed off super behind a horse named the Golden Scenery who ran third behind Healthy Happy in the, in the stakes race last week. Um, so that is really good form. He's a very, very good horse. He does have 60 kilos here, but he goes Matthew Chadwick to Vincent Ho. Vincent Ho is easily the third best rider in Hong Kong behind Zach Purton and Hugh Bowman, and I'm really keen on his chances from Barrier 5. Drawn nice. And race eight, down the 1,000-meter straight. We say back 1,000-meter horses in 1,000-meter races, and Stoltz is a 1,000-meter horse. Um, Zach Purton rides here. His trials have been really, really good. He easily beat uh, Wizkid at the end of last preparation. He also carried weight and beat Carroll Street the start before that. So 1,000 metres is absolutely his go, and I'm really keen on his chances first up. He draws middle of the road, so has options down the straight. 
All right, that it? Yeah. Back, back, lay, pray, Nico, and then you want to jump off? Yeah, uh, if there's no questions that you need me for, I can I can go. Uh, my best bet Friday will be the multi, Amelia's jewel into Imperatrix. But all four bets that, or all four bets that uh, we, we mentioned on Friday night, I'm keen on. So Unflinching and Brave Meat as well. Um, so I think if you take the two of them in singles, have a little all-up multi for the four of them, and take the double. Amelia's joining in Imperatrix. I think it should be a winning night. And my best bet on Saturday will be race six. Tis Invincible. I think she's a little star. Um, and I think she'll be winning again. My value, I haven't really found anything at an each sort of way price. So I guess our roughies in the last race Friday night, Benny, probably qualify for that. Um, I still think the inevitable's over the odds that at $7 he should be a bit shorter. Um, and my lay of the day is Kabu in Sydney. Huge. Beautiful. Thank you very much, mate. All right, boys. I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Grand job. Cheers. Bot? Um, I'll, I'll say my, my lay is that the thing at the first at Mooney Valley, because I've, I've got it three times the price it is. Um, Was it the Will Clarkin thing? Um, it's called like... Oh, no, it's not... Executor or something like that. Oh, it is. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, no. No, you're, you're talking... In the Brave Mead race. Race two. Race, race two, two, sorry. Yeah, a secutor with my lay. Um, uh, my best bet will be... Uh, I'll say... Uh, I'll say I'll say Aravine. And then Miss Aria can be my my longer longer rods. But I really I really like Aberfeldy boy. Alright, super. Um... My best bet is think about it in the Premier Stakes. Race 7, number 2 at Ranwick. I think he's very, very good. Um, and we'll go around probably sub $5 in an Everest, which is scary to think given he only beat back in Alia last start, but he's on an upward trajectory. My best value... I'll probably just go with Nico. We've backed two horses at a big price in the Scarborough. Race 8, Mooney Valley. Number 9, Osmar. And number 12, Coe Volant. And my lay of the day. I think it's a little bit difficult to have a lay of the day. I don't know. Don't really have one. If I had to, if I had to take if I had to take on one of the really short price favourites. Scampy maybe race three at Randwick is the favourite in the. Oh, the two-year-olds. We haven't even talked about that. We don't have time. We, we haven't. This horse trolled the absolute house down. Like looks, <laughs> looks well above average. Looks a bit of a freak, but it's a it's a blue point out of a relation to Black Caviar. Correct. But if you're going to take on something, then maybe it's a two-year-old on debut at a dollar ninety. That's all I've got for you. Yeah, you have better bets than that. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to questions now before we wrap up. Should only be five minutes. Sam Badalato, uh, question for the pod tonight to all three of you. Well, it's only going to be two now. Uh, how much does SP Profile play into whether you're going to have a bet? I personally don't subscribe to it. I don't care if a horse was 100 to 1 last start and it ran well. I'm going to back it next start regardless of its price. Um, well, it's like, like I said last week, 
on the on the review um with os- osmosis like the market's opinion is extremely relevant and um if a horse is uh start, I guess if a horse is start, a horse has started 100 to 1 last start and it's run really well um like you want you want to see why it started that price and sort of I guess reverse engineer it so I guess maybe maybe it was a function of the pace was the reason why it, it half cheated or, or something like that or or it was a pace melt and it just it, like it's a it's a stayer resuming on a, in a pace melt and it sort of just stayed over the top of them um so I, I think I think SP profiling is significant um but sometimes I think it can be a, a, like a little bit overplayed but um mm. it's always nice seeing a short SP for a horse you want to back especially when the market's like really taken a um, I said against it or or taking taking a f- form too literally or, or something like that I guess but um but yeah I, I think it's significant definitely yeah I agree there, there are so many elements that make up racing and form and whether you want to have a bet or not and that's just one of them so it's not everything but it's definitely something like I used it tonight when saying Stepardi was three dollars sixty against sorry Brave Mead was three dollars sixty against Stepardi last start and he opened three dollars so. There you go. Ryan Deeth, can you explain why punters that haven't signed up to the six-day racing are so effing stupid? I don't need to, I don't need to say anything, but just, just go and sign up, and I promise you, I promise you, we will find winners every week, and we'll be beating <laughs> SP so. throughout the spring. Um, we're on some really, really outstanding prices, and we've already backed lots of good horses so far at some really good prices so that's our edge backing early um, playing into those all-in markets and you know if we're beating the market by 10% you know five times a week then I reckon we're doing alright full credit to you they just they just need to win first obviously Nick what is Lee Horner up to all this off season he's not here to answer that uh, Ben what is going to be your nickname when you when your tipping service goes viral <laughs> don't know I honestly don't know. I've got nothing for that question. <laughs> um, hey, Bot, besides horse racing, what do you like to do for fun? Great question. I've got no idea. Um, uh, I do a lot of horse racing. Um, I don't know. I, I like playing basketball. <laughs> I don't know. You, you're a gamer? You're like a gaming nerd? No, no. I, I never... I never the saddest part is, I guess, I guess horse racing is my my gaming, because I never really got into doing video games, but I like doing horse racing. Well, you're always talking about your exotic food taste. What's the best? Um, what are you having in? <laughs> ramen. Yeah, That's Asian. not exotic. Ramen. It's just Japanese food. <laughs> yeah, your Japanese soup. Where's the best Japanese soup in Melbourne? Uh, shop ramen. In, in there's one in Fitzroy and there's one in Preston. Oh, sweet. Dates with the missus on the ramen. Jay Telfo, if you want free money, put the house on Brisbane Grand Final double responsibly. Gee, I hope they win the AFL Grand Final. I don't hope they win the NRL Grand Final because I'm on Penrith at 100 to 1 with better. So, yeah. Any thoughts, Bot? I don't know. I, I would have liked a Collingwood Carlton Grand Final just because it would have oh. been chaotic. So would have I, mate. So would have I. <laughs> it would have been like a war on Ligon Street. 
<laughs> Adam Bummer. Okay, lads, I need two dead set certainties into NRL grand final, into AFL, and I'll multi it up. <laughs> this is exactly See? what I've been telling not it's to It's mug to season, not baby. It's mug season. I'm two not certainties, bot. <laughs> oh, Miss Aria and Aravine. Brave Mead and Imperatrice. <laughs> and Amelia's Jewel. Yeah. Oh, but Amelia's Jewel into Imperatrice, I know it's going to be very popular. Um, at what price do you launch Imperatrice? This is JW4 underscore. Based off the first up run, is a dollar seventy a fair price? Uh, yeah, it's, it's right. I would like. I, I I would want a price that I'm not going to get. So I would, so it looks like just a leave race to me. Yeah. All right, and now we just go to Twitter. Um. Don't forget about the group one in New Zealand. Well, we've actually forgotten about it. Would you believe that? Um, any thoughts on that? It's a heavy track, so... Mate, I, have no, I, I don't know which horses are in New Zealand. Well, it's up to 1,600 metres. It is... I forgot what the name of the race is, but Legato would have just won if it was a soft oh. track and they were running, but it, it's, apparently it's absolutely pissing down. They might not run. Oh, uh, right. It's Legato. She's a good horse. She won um, the He's got another question. Yeah, Absolutely. Dusty NRL takes. Um, we'll just find running the cup if it loses, and which team, which team will be winning? Um, well, which team winning will be more important to Brisbane, AFL or NRL? Probably, Probably. NRL because I guess yeah, that's more popular. Rug, rugby state, rugby mm. league. Rugby league. Um, just find. Can it get in the cup if it loses? I don't know what its ratings like. Uh, I'd be surprised. I'd probably have to. Win its way in. They 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 probably do that. If if it loses, they'll go to the, the um, what do they call it? They, it used to be the Saab. Then it used to be the Lexus. Then it was the. I still call it the Bart Lexus. Cummings, or is that a different race? Nah, Bart Cummings is a different, different race. race. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you know the one I'm talking about on on Derby Day. Um, uh, yeah, I forgot what it's called that. Yeah, Lexus. I think it's called the Lexus. It, the it, Lexus. Yeah, twenty five hundred. Yeah. The race that um. Sulkin won? Did Sulkin win it or was that another race? Yeah. No, he won that. No, he won the Queen Elizabeth on Stakes Day. He won um, the Queen Elizabeth on Stakes Day. Um, yeah, okay. Similar won type it last race. year. Ash Run won it a couple of years ago. Yeah. So did Shocking. Lots of horses we did. Sign Off won it. Who was the, the horse, horse that Michael Walker rode to win it? Um, oh, Brimham Rocks. Uh, yeah. Did Al Moonquist win it? I don't know. Testing the memory here. I think it might have. Mm. No. Did Bruno Bruno Locks lost? Didn't um didn't that import win it that ran second in the Melbourne Cup and third in the Melbourne Cup? Oh, Prince of Iran. Prince of Iran. Uh when did he win the other one? <laughs> I think um Memory Lane here. Yeah. Yeah. Oh um, and that well that that no, that was the Queen Elizabeth. I was going to say yeah. that that um, that Godolphin horse that won about like twenty, like eleven lengths. Do you remember that? Francis of Assisi. Yeah, that one. Yeah. It what happened beat to Tom Melbourne by about ten lengths. Yeah. I'll never forget it because I yeah. I bet up at about five bucks. Tom Melbourne was like two twenty favorite. <laughs> what 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 happened to that horse? Tom Melbourne. I don't know. Is that no, Richards, no, not Tom Melbourne. Um, oh, Francis. Yeah. No, oh, I don't know. Mm. No, not sure. 
Anyway, there's a trip down memory lane. Will Johnson has just got in at 7.59 as we're recording. Don't forget the Arc de Triomphe. Luckily, he reminded us. Bot. Arc tip. <laughs> oh, fuck. I don't know. The, the favourite Ace looks, Impact. Yeah, the favourite looks like a good horse to me, I think. Just back Ace Impact and Westover. You can't lose. That's what I'm saying. What about Hook'em? Oh, what a, yeah, Hook'em's a good horse, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. The, fa- the favorite looks like a good horse. I guess just back him if you want to bet. I, I, I have no idea. Yeah. No, we'll see what happens. Hook'em, Ace Impact, and Westover. I'm not sure what the prices are, but if you can get $4, $8, $8, you can try and work out a result there. Don't know. All right, let's wrap up there. I'm going to leave you with an absolute belter, Marlon Hoshtat. Um, I can't get tickets to his boiler room, so if someone has got any, I will sell my left kidney. Right. <laughs> I've only got one of them, but anyway. Please, sell me tickets. Good luck this weekend, and stay safe. Don't drive. Put those keys away, and be good, be healthy. Be happy, be healthy, and win on the fun. Cheers, guys. Just put the racket on, baby.